0: Hello everyone, this is Anne from Teacher's Den. How are we today? I hope we're doing good. I hope you've all been listening to my previous seasons and episodes. If you have not, then I'll just advise you to please go listen to it. And I hope you receive God's blessings as you listen and let the Holy Spirit please do the interpretation because sometimes you know how it is when we try to um, use our human mind to interpret some of God's word, they can be very contradicting. So, how are we again? I hope we're doing great, and I hope this podcast meets you well. Today, I'm going to be talking about unforgiveness. At the previous episode, I talked about um, season of isolation. And the reason why I talked about the season of isolation was because I wanted us to understand that not all isolation could be bad. Sometimes there are seasons where we have to be isolated so that we could be sanctified or set apart for the master's use. God wants us to be better. So a season of isolation could sometimes help us to become better. Today we're talking about unforgiveness. And one of the reasons of isolation too could be that there are certain things that God wants us to change, certain vices that God wants us to get rid of, Some people like to call their seasons of isolation dark times. That's understandable. But in God's season of isolation, there are things He wants you to know. He wants you to understand your relationship with Him better. He wants you to get to see yourself from a different perspective. There are different things He wants to get out of you. It's like a cleansing period of your life. I also like to call this season of isolation a season of preparation. It's a time when you get to think. It's a time when you get to listen. It's a time when you talk less. And sometimes unforgiveness could be one of the reasons why you're isolated at this time. Unforgiveness sometimes might not be considered, sometimes to some people it's not considered a bad thing. But from one child of God to another child of God, I'd like to tell you something that the Lord dropped in my heart. It's better for you to forgive so that you can also be forgiven. So unforgiveness causes us to lose blessings from God. Certain gifts that God wants to give us, we can lose them because we have refused to forgive people. We have refused to let go and let God deal with our situation. The Bible, however, admonishes us to forgive so that we can be forgiven. That's why we say, That's what we say whenever we say the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer, which is a model prayer, can be found in either Matthew chapter 6 or Luke 11. The thing about this is, when you say this prayer, it's you speaking. Remember what the Bible says, that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You're telling God, Forgive me my sins as I forgive those who sin against me. And here you are holding a grudge against someone. So if you're right now holding a grudge against someone, are you now advising God to hold your sins against you? Now, that's the worst thing we want to ever happen. That's the worst thing we want to ever happen. I stumbled across a verse a long, long time ago. And ever since then, I have refused to allow unforgiveness dwell in my heart. I know that Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14 says, pursue peace with all men, for without which no man shall see God. What does this mean? Okay, pursue peace with all men and holiness. Pardon me. And holiness for without which no man shall see God now how does that happen now people will tell you oh you have to be holy it's important for you to be holy you cannot see God if you're not holy but we, we can't actually forget the first part the first part says follow peace pursue peace with all men and holiness so you have to first obey the former before you obey the latter. The former says pursue peace with all men. So you can do your part by showing mercy. It's up to the other party to accept your mercy. It's up to the other part to say, okay, thank you for forgiving me. We can all get past this now, let's move on. There's probably someone under the sound of my voice right now saying that she's deeply hurt or is deeply hurt. You're a wife who's been abandoned by your husband. You're a a husband who's been abandoned by your wife. You're a child who's been abandoned by your parents, or you're even a friend who's been betrayed by a friend. What your friend did hurt you so bad because this is a friend that you have chosen to stick close to you like a brother or a sister. Because the Bible says there's a friend that's taken closer than a brother. And this person may have hurt you so bad you can't forget it in a hurry. Let me tell you one thing. As much as we all want human beings to be reliable and trustworthy, God has told us not to put our trust in man. God has told us not to even put our confidence in man. So for somebody like me, how do I pray when I talk when I pray to God about my husband and our relationship? I say, Lord, you know what's best for me. I pray that you will give my husband the grace to be faithful. You have given me the grace to be faithful, and I pray every day that the grace of God will continually remain sufficient for me. So I don't really trust that anybody will not. Sometimes it might not be intentional. I don't think anybody would just, well, how can I say this? People aren't perfect. It will hurt, yes. But when you've gotten to the point where you have made God your guide, you've made Him your shield. You know, sometimes he will even let you know before something actually happens. So, in other words, you're, he's getting you prepared for it. So when it comes, it's no longer the boom, the shock, it was supposed to be. Hebrews 12, 14, pursue peace with all men and holiness for without which no man shall see God. So that first part is really important. Don't hurt yourself because someone hurt you. Be free release yourself, unburden yourself. I know that the Bible also says, he says that he will punish the evildoer. That's what the Lord said, that he will punish the evildoer. So, why bother yourself anyway? At the end of the day, God's still going to visit them according to their deeds. God's going to judge everyone according to their deeds. So, do not bother too much. I know it's painful. I'm not even going to keep talking and talking like I completely, I completely get it. But you know where your pain is. And I'm introducing you to a God who can help you. I'm introducing you to a God who can see you through. And I want you to understand that God is with you always. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Remember he said in Isaiah that though we walk through the fire, it will not burn us. We walk through the waters, it will by no means drown us. So it means that these things will definitely happen. Things will happen. Things that we do not expect will always happen. But at the end of the day, we have to learn to trust and hold on to God's Word because it's only God's Word that can actually see us through the hard times. It's only His Word that can see us through the hard times. My heart is shattered. My heart is broken. Be encouraged. It's the duty of the Lord to mend every broken heart. So I'll advise you today, say a prayer, Lord, touch me, heal me, and give me the grace to forgive. The Lord says that his grace is sufficient for us and all of our weaknesses, all of our weaknesses. It's a lot easier to do what the flesh wants and difficult to do what the Lord requests of us. I'm going to share a story it's every time I talk about unforgiveness, believe me, I like to I like to share the story. I met a lady some time ago, really, really long time ago. We became friends. We were somewhere for just, a, for those of us from Africa will know what I, I went to serve, my National Service Corps, I went to serve. So I met this lady. We became friends, you know, in camp. For the three weeks we were there, we were friends. But something happened in the last week while we were at camp. I can't I can't even remember what happened. But something actually happened. And then we stopped talking. She went her way. I went mine. We said, you know how girls are. I said, no, I'm not going to speak to you anymore. We're not going to be friends anymore. And so the last days in camp, we were away from each other until we got out of camp. But as a child of God, you know, even at that time, I wasn't, I hadn't built my relationship so strongly with God, but you know, God in his mercy, he always guards his children, you know, somehow cuddling us and getting us to come back to him, our first love. So when I eventually repented and became in realization of who the Lord wanted me to be, the Lord said that, talking to me about this lady. And I was like, Lord, it's not my fault. What can I do now? We're away from each other. I'm here far away in this state. And I don't even know where she is. So the Lord pressed it, impressed it in my heart. And I kept praying. I said, okay, Father, I promise that whenever you make us meet again, that I will apologize and I'll make sure we get past this. So Lord, now I hand it over to you to make our paths cross. And then one day I went to the store and I couldn't believe it. She was right there down the aisle. And I looked and I said, wow, I couldn't even hold myself. She probably didn't know. Of course she didn't know what was going on with me, but the Lord had been talking to me about her. I ran down to her. I said, hello, but you could see that she still had this reservation. Like I'm still not talking to you. And I'm like, ah, would you please get past this? Let's forget about everything. How have you been doing? You know, this. I'm glad I saw you. I am really sorry about what happened the last time. I can't even remember what happened, but I'm glad that I saw you today. Please, I am sorry. Forgive me. Could we just be friends? We exchanged numbers. We said hello. And that was it. It was over and done with. I can tell you that it's been over 11 years now, and I haven't seen her. I haven't seen this lady again. That's how important forgiveness is to God. Forgiveness is a virtue. And as children of God, it takes only the Holy Spirit to help us with such things. So just like the apostles encountered the Holy Spirit in the upper room, like I said in the previous episode, That a season of isolation could be a season for you to connect with the Holy Spirit, to connect with God your Father. In this season, I want you to connect with the Holy Spirit and ask for only His grace so that you can forgive. Ask for God's grace. Now, between friends, I'm just going to say this because it's really, really important. I'm really, I have to say this. I'm not going to let it go. I want us to also try our best in every way that we can to get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, you know, gossiping, slandering, along with every form of malice. Girls, ladies. You, I don't know how to say this, but we have to get past this. In heaven, you're going to be living with people. Well, more like in the new earth, you're going to be living with people. And there is no way you will bear unforgiveness in your heart. Oh, well, then everybody's righteous. So no one is going to be offending one another. But you have to practice now. The Bible says, pursue peace with all men and holiness for without which no man shall see God. So please be encouraged. Remember though, as I say this, it's not by your power. It's not by your mind, but by the spirit says the Lord. So if we have to look at it most sincerely, we don't have the ability to do these things. It's God's grace that helps us through. It's the Holy Spirit that empowers us, you know, There's nothing like, there's this song I listened to, and she explains it well. Tasha Cobb's um, song, Gracefully Broken. God will break you. But when he breaks you, he doesn't break you to humiliate you. He doesn't break you to destroy you. He breaks you with grace. God breaks you with grace. I, for one, I don't know how to hold grudges against anyone. That's too much of a burden for me. So I'd rather quickly apologize and let my God know that I have done my part. That is just this person who has refused to let go. So I don't hold on to grudges. I can't keep anybody in my heart. In fact, I will be waiting for you to get over your situation so that you can come back and then we'll be friends. I that kind of friend that can continue from where we left off. I don't say, oh, because this happened between us, you know, it's never going to be the same. There's only one thing though, it depends on how deep he was. But the most important thing is I leave you for your creator to judge. I leave you for your creator to judge. This is what the Lord says. I want you to understand that the wicked will never go unpunished. So when you forgive, always have this at the back of your mind and console yourself with that. It's not in your place to revenge anyone for any evil deed that they have done to you. God says that he will punish the deeds of the wicked. So he will do unto the righteous what is requested of the righteous so he will visit you according to your righteous deeds he will judge you according to your righteous deeds and he will judge you according to your wicked deeds that's what the lord says you can see that easily in proverbs 11 21. in fact it's almost everywhere in the bible he visits the wicked with their own wickedness there's nothing like being on the right side of God. There's a verse I read, Psalm 5, I think it's verse 8. King David said, Lord, help me, lead me in the way of righteousness because of my enemies. And then as soon as I saw that, I couldn't help but remember another verse. I think it's Proverbs 16. said, when a man's ways pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Trust me, you really want to be on the right side of God. And the earlier you forgive, the better. So don't hold on to things that, don't hold on to a grudge, yes. Don't hold on to a grudge. Don't hold on to the silly things people have said about you. Don't hold on to other people's offenses. Love, that's what God says. Let's learn to bear one another's burden. Love, 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 that's what the Bible says. It's very, very important to love. The Lord will always help us in our area of weakness. So I encourage you today, be strong, break free from every spirit of unforgiveness, break free. Sometimes that's the reason for your isolation but we want to even break from the season of isolation because you're the one who keeps yourself in that season of isolation but god wants you to get out of it because the earlier you learn the quicker you get out of that season now the earlier you forgive the better for you the better for your health the better for your mind the better for your spirit I hope I've been able to talk you into forgiving whoever it is that has hurt you so bad. I hope you allow Jesus wrap his loving arms around you. I hope you you let the Holy Spirit teach you how to love, how to forgive, even though you've been deeply hurt and your heart has truly been shattered. Allow the Lord be your strength. Allow the Lord be your guide. He delivers. Trust me when I say this. He delivers his children. He never lets the wicked go unpunished. He revenges. He fights for his own. That's why he told us that we are more than conquerors in Christ. In Christ, we are more than conquerors. We cannot do anything outside of Christ. We can't. So I'll be talking to you next week, Monday. And um, I hope you stay blessed. I hope you stay encouraged. And I pray that you forgive. Have a good day. This is Anne from Teachers Den. Stay blessed. Bye-bye.